Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, welcome to The Survival Show Podcast. Today we're going to jump into our next episode in our new series called Survival Quick Tips, where Craig and I will break down a vital survival, emergency, or preparedness topic in a shorter, more shareable segment where we will try, but don't always succeed, at keeping it around 15 minutes. But before we get started, I want to let you know that you can also watch every episode of Survival Quick Tips over at the Ultimate Survival Tips YouTube channel. All right, let's jump in to today's important topic. In this segment, what David and I are going to do is take a few minutes to break down a vital emergency preparedness or survival topic that is found in the Tiny Survival Guide, which is now, very cool, Amazon's number one pick for EDC survival guides. Along the way, what you're going to hear is us being able to share a few action steps that you can put into practice today. So today, everybody, we're going to be referencing section E2 in the Tiny Survival Guide as we take you through the rule of threes and how it will help you keep your head in the game and prioritize your survival tasks in any situation. So let's get started. Okay, Craig, before we get into the rule of threes, can you share with our listeners how stress affects decision-making in a crisis situation. Then we'll get into the rule of threes and why it's a good mental tool to determine our priorities in a life-threatening scenario. Basically, you got three sections of the brain, the lizard reptilian brain and the neocortex. The lizard brain is the oldest part of the brain. The neocortex is the newest. There's some things called neural pathways that connect the two. And when things stress you out, it's kind of like putting a a uh, traffic jam along those neural pathways. You can't think properly. The things that connect those two sections of the brain so that you can handle yourself in stressful situations comes to a screeching halt. And so one of the big things that you must do is learn how to deal with things under stress, handle yourself, and see if that will help you move through that stressful situation. Introduce what the rule of threes is, and then why do you think if you do think it's an important tool that we can use to mitigate uh, stressful situations, survival situations. It's definitely a tool. And sometimes it's not the best tool, but it is definitely a tool that can help a lot of people. And what I mean by that is that one of the things that we must do in stressful situations is be able to prioritize what it is that we do in that stressful situation. And so the law of threes is a very general way to help you at least start gathering information and understanding what your needs as a human are. We all have needs. We all have wants. And the needs are what we need to take care of first and foremost in any survival situation. And so the rule of threes helps us with that. We've basically got things that are bracketed into three minutes, three hours, three days, three weeks, and three months. Let's just start with three minutes, Craig. 
okay, you can't live more than three minutes without maintaining your blood flow and oxygen flow. And because of that, we must be able to understand first aid. And I would extend that out to understanding traumatic first aid, uh, where you start using tourniquets and Israeli bandages and MPAs and all the things that go along with a situation where you've got trauma medicine needs and you must be able to take care of them. Okay. Next we've got three hours. You can't live more than three hours without maintaining your core body temperature. Uh, that's one of the reasons in our sheltering in place, quick tip, we talked about staying home whenever you can or stay with a car because in particularly cold environments, it's really easy for you to lose body temperature by staying with a shelter. It's much easier to maintain that core body temp. So you must do what is necessary to take care of your core body temp in those three minutes. That's both your clothes and your shelter and how you handle yourself in the environment. Okay. And for everybody following along in the tiny guide, sections H and section I will help you with regulating and creating heat to control your core body temperature. So we have three days, Craig. You can't live more than three days without maintaining your hydration in your body. So one of the things that we must do is, number one, hydrate every day throughout the day. And that was going to help tremendously being able to take care of our hydration needs. And whenever we're going somewhere, we need to have water with us. And if we can't take water with us, we need to have the ability to filter and purify water. Filtering and purifying water are two different things. We need to know that. That's one of the things you can study up on your tiny survival guide and see the difference. And that's vital to three days of law of threes. Yep. And tiny survival guide section J is all about water. Three weeks, Craig. Well, you can't live more than three weeks without food. And that's absolutely critical. Uh, most people think that cr- uh, food is more important. And so when situations happen, people go to the grocery store and get food. We ought to go through these law of threes in our mind and make sure all those things are taken care of first and then go get the food stores that we might need. And obviously, if you're preparing and getting ready for disaster, you should be doing those things already. And if you haven't done that, you need to know how to procure food from your environment, whether you find yourself in a rural environment or whether you're eating something that is coming to you um, in a disaster situation, any way you can get it, whether that's governmental assistance, whether that is you getting groceries or what have you. And for Food procurement from nature and uh, places around you. You can see sections K, L, and M in the guide. And Craig, that's I've actually never really thought about the rule of threes as far as I've mostly thought about it in like a disaster or a imminent survival situation. But it is a really good rule as far as prioritizing uh, and decomplicating how we need to prepare even for bugging in or sheltering in place. Yeah, absolutely. We went into detail and, and I know in the masterclass, you know, I go over, over every one of these in the tiny survival masterclass in, in infinite detail, particularly on water and food. And so I talk about different food sources, uh, caloric expenditure for every person and how you can calculate that. So you know exactly what your needs are. You know, I have a different body type than most people and you have a different body type than most people over here. Everybody's got their own body type. And so the way we utilize calories in our body, our body shape. We need to know what we need and we can calculate that. That's something I cover in the tiny survival masterclass. Okay, Craig. So most of the time when you hear of the rule of threes, people don't include 
this last one, which is three months. Uh, three months is you can't live more than three months without human assistance. And what I mean by that is that we know from history that very few different groups of people existed without helping one another. That's why Native American Aboriginal cultures always had different roles for people to play, and they all worked together to come to a collective end together. We've gotten away from that quite a bit in our modern times, but again, maybe we haven't, you know, meaning when you turn the switch on at your house, do, does the electric come on? When you turn on the water faucet at your house, does water come into your house that's clean? If you weren't personally responsible for that electric or water to your house, then you were dependent upon somebody else as well. And so we do depend upon others and we should do what we can to have good working relationships with people that are in close proximity to us for long-term and even short-term natural disaster or man-made disaster. And that means get to know who your neighbors are, be able to communicate effectively with them and be able to have an actionable plan that everybody can work together whenever possible. Craig, in this, this last one, this three months never meant as much to me until we went, started to go through this COVID-19 lockdown situation where there have been people who have, largely not interacted with other human beings for a significant amount of time. And we're seeing real spikes in depression and uh, even suicide. Yeah. Um, one of our administrators on my Nature Line School Facebook group is a mental health counselor. He's almost got his PhD in mental health counseling. Uh, he sent some data with me recently on that's just mind numbing how fast and rapid suicide is increasing just in general in this country over the last few years, let alone what's happening with the pandemic. And so absolutely there's been depression, mental breakdown, and we need to do whatever we can to check on the people that we care about and people are feeling isolated. Uh, I have family member that's felt incredibly isolated. And so we're taking the steps necessary so that they don't feel as isolated. And that way everybody's gets some mental help as best we can. All right, everyone, we are out of time for this survival quick tip segment. But in a moment, Craig and I are going to continue the conversation. You know the drill. We're going to bonus some content to our tiny survival masterclass students where I will ask Craig the question. How can we use the rule of three in a tactical or urban setting in an attack, riot, or even an active shooter situation? So you don't want to miss that. So everybody, if you want access to that additional comment, take the fast track to identifying and plugging your survival, safety, security, and overall emergency preparedness gaps in these very uncertain times. Use the link in the description below go over or go over to tinysurvivalmasterclass.com. Now, as always, don't forget to subscribe wherever you're watching or listening to this quick tip so that you can get more survival quick tips and help a brother out. Share this content with others that you know and care for so that you can help them, help yourself, and help us as well. We love getting this information out to other people so we can do our part to serve and help others when and where we can. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it, everybody. Until next time, keep it simple, be positive, and stay sharp. Stay sharp.